How the hell is everybody doing? I know I have not made a video in a while, but here I am. I'm back and I'm making a video. And of course, it's a video for me to rant. As always, nothing new, right? Haven't made a video in a couple months and I'm going to rant about the coronavirus and I'm going to rant about politicians and I'm going to rant about the bullshit in this country. Oh, where do I start? Let's see. The coronavirus. Let's start with that. Uh, it's still here, apparently. Um, it's still here. It's still strong. Oh, it's the strongest it's ever been. And so I live in Wisconsin, which is now the new New York. And I can tell you, uh, from somebody who lives in Wisconsin, I don't see it. I'm not seeing this uh, this surge that these individuals are talking about. I'm not seeing it. And I live in it, right? I'm in the middle of it. I'm in the midst of it. Um, so, I mean, granted, sure, I live in a smaller town in, in Wisconsin. I mean, not super small, but a smaller town. But you know what? It's ridiculous. Uh, when it comes to the coronavirus and it comes to to all the stuff, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's uh, I think it's because it's election year. I think after the election, you will see uh, things change. I think you will see it slowly go away because, uh, for instance, if Joe Biden wins, I think what you will see is if the Democrats win, I think that they're going to implement their coronavirus plan, which won't be much different than what uh, President Donald Trump has done. And I think that it will eradicate the coronavirus. It's gone. It ain't here no more. And then everybody's going to jump for joy. Oh, the Democrats did it. And they're going to take credit for that, right? Um, and if Donald Trump wins, it's going to just disappear because the Democrats will no longer push the agenda of coronavirus because he has four more years in office. So uh, it would just, they, they can't keep it going for four more years. This is my opinion, okay? This is my opinion on it. Um, this is what I believe. So YouTube, don't be a bunch of assholes and take my video down as you've been taking my videos down because you don't like what I'm saying, even though I'm not saying anything bad, and they're my opinions, right? We live in a free country, freedom of speech. Come on, people. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be going super strong here in Wisconsin, super strong here in Wisconsin. Let me tell you something. My fiance was bit by a dog, and uh, she had to get stitches. <laughs> So, excuse me. So we moved into a new house. Uh, we bought a house here in the city that we live and uh, not actually too far away, probably about two, two or three blocks away from where we were living in, in our apartment. Uh, we bought a house and we were moving out and she went downstairs of the apartment and our downstairs neighbor's boyfriend's dog was over there, uh, a little Shiba Inu. And my fiance stepped on a bone that was laying on the ground and he came up and grabbed her foot and just started, you know, and, um, ripped her. Uh, I think it was, I think it's the toe next to her pinky. I it ripped it to the bone. Um, and if she, if she wasn't wearing a sandals, it probably wouldn't have gotten stitches, but the sandal, the bottom of the sandal actually saved her toe. He probably would have maybe ripped her toe off. Um, and she may have lost, that toe but she had to go get stitches and she had to go to the emergency she had to go to the hospital and let me tell you she said the hospital ain't full it's not full hospital is not full there's not all these people in there uh that are sick it's not being overran it's not you know she was seen in, in a, a very short period of time uh had her stitches and was out so uh this whole coronavirus narrative is is ridiculous 
Uh, do I think it's real? Sure. I mean, maybe it's real. I, to be honest with you, I don't know anybody that's had it. I none of my friends, none of my family have had coronavirus. And when I say we've never, we have. Listen, we. I've been out of the house. I've been at the stores when they've been packed. Uh, my fiance works in the restaurant industry right off of an interstate here in the, t- the city we live in, and she gets. I mean the amount of people she gets from different states that are traveling through. Uh, she's had people from her work, uh, I think, that have tested positive. Listen, we've been in crowds of people. I don't wear a mask because I, I don't I don't agree with them. Um, you know, I, I think, listen, if I want to take the risk and not wear one, then I shouldn't have to wear one. Um, just like if I don't want to wear blue shoes, I shouldn't have to wear blue shoes. I mean, this is... Uh, a free country. And everybody keeps on saying, right, but it's saving lives. But then it's been proven that masks aren't working and masks aren't the ones that are saving lives. Come on, people. Um, Look at the numbers. Look at the data. Look at the statistics. I mean, people can say whatever they want, but when you actually look at the numbers and you look at all these doctors and you look at the whole canvas of everything, it shows you that the coronavirus is not even, is, is no more deadly than the flu. Okay, if you're if you're a healthy person, you literally have a almost literally a hundred percent chance of surviving. And one of the biggest things that gets me, excuse me, one of the biggest things that gets me about the coronavirus is it's a virus so deadly, right? It's so deadly that you have to go get tested to even know if you have it. Like, okay, so so for everybody that that's watching this. And for everybody that's listening to this, I want you to let I want I want you to, to let that sink in. It's a virus so deadly that you have to go and get tested to even know if you have it. You you wouldn't even know you have the coronavirus if you didn't go get tested. But now this it's such a it's so deadly. It's going to kill you. It's so deadly. It's the most deadly virus ever, right? The most deadly virus. Um Flu numbers are being recorded as coronavirus deaths, people dying in motorcycle accidents. Um, we know people, we have friends of the family who are doctors, and they've had to put, you know, they've had people die of a heart attack, and they had to put coronavirus, even though that person didn't even test positive for coronavirus. Not one time, not before, not after their death. So it's very interesting. Um, that's why I don't agree with it. And that's why I don't really believe it. And I think that the whole thing is just this, this, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's something that was drawn up by say the Democrats. I have no idea. Maybe it is real, but I don't think that it is what they say it is. Um, I don't believe that 200,000 deaths have been strictly from the coronavirus. Um, you know, I think you got some flu deaths in there. I think you got some pneumonia deaths in there. And I think you also have other deaths, motorcycle crashes, car crashes, overdoses. That's my opinion, right? I'm not a doctor, but we know people that are friends of the family that are doctors. And, uh, they've told us some pretty, they've told us some horror stories, uh, about what they've had to do, um, rules that they've had to follow. Otherwise, they would lose their medical license um, if they didn't put coronavirus on. Uh, Death certificate or say that that person died of coronavirus. So, 
Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I think it's, I think it's ridiculous. And I think that at, at, at some point in time, we have to go back to living normal life. Uh, we have to go back to living a normal life. We have to let the economy go back. Uh, we can't be afraid of every little thing. Um, you know, I can go get bit by a dog and get rabies. You know what I mean? Uh, my fiance had a chance of, of having rabies. You know what I'm saying? Like she had to, so Listen, life is a risk. Everything in life, driving a car is a risk. You know, doing all these things that you do in life, walking outside your house is a risk. Putting a TV on the wall is a risk. All the because the TV could fall, it could smash your foot, you could break your foot, it could smash you in the head. Um, you know, we moved into the house we moved into, and they had a fence right up by the driveway, and I tore the fence out. Well, they had four by four posts in the ground, and you know, me and my father were were you know shaking the post back and forth to try to get it loose to pull it out. Uh, cause it wasn't concreted in and the post broke from underneath. And that post hit me literally directly right here, right at, right, right about my forehead and right on the top of, of my forehead. And, um, it hit me hard and you know, I could, it's something like that, you know, literally something as little as that, who knows, maybe you get a brain bleed, maybe it cracks your head open. You could die from that. Okay. So there's all kinds of stuff in, in life that you can die from. And, um, you know, every year, you know, we have between 30 and 60,000 people. Um, I, I would say it's higher. I would say it's between 30 and a hundred thousand people that die from the flu. And we don't close anything down and we don't recommend masks and we don't make restaurants go at 25% capacity because we're so used to it. It's ingrained in our body that, well, the flu comes every year, right? Get vaccinated, even though it's proven that the vaccine doesn't even work anyway. Uh, I know people that get it every year and still get the flu. Now they don't get it anymore because they were getting it every year and they'd get the flu twice a year. So I, I just don't, I can't, you know, I can't sit back and say, oh my God, you know, I'm a healthy person. I have literally a hundred percent chance of recovering from this. Uh, I need to, you know, and, and I get what people say, well, it's the old person. That's the person. If you're asymptomatic and you don't know that you have it and you give it to that old person, they could die. Yeah, well, listen, man, in life, I'm going to tell you something. If I'm 80 years old, I'm not, t I'm going outside. I'm going to the restaurant. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to eat. I've lived for 80 fucking years. Okay. You know, I I'm not. I'm not sitting in my house and hiding away. I'm going and doing my thing. And I'll tell you what, most of the old people that I've met or that I've talked to all have said the same damn thing. They've all said, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous because it is. The coronavirus is ridiculous. It's 100% ridiculous. And everything that I'm stating here, every single thing that I'm saying right now is either people that I've talked to or my opinion, right? I don't have any facts. I'm not reading from a paper. I'm not a scientist, right? So YouTube, you remember, okay, I don't censor my video, okay? It's just an opinion. I live in a free country here. Allow me to have my freedom of speech, please. Thank you. <clears throat> um, but that's what I think about the coronavirus. You know, that's what I think about the coronavirus. Uh, now we can switch gears to, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, so YouTube has been censoring my videos. They took a series of conspiracy theories. Uh, I had a series of conspiracy theories and they took all the videos down because um, they didn't like what was said in the videos, even though it's just conspiracy theories, right? It's just my opinion. It's what I believe, right? Um, but when it comes to big tech, you aren't really able to believe anymore. You're not able to 
go on Facebook and say, I'm, a, I'm, you know, talk bad about the Democratic Party. Not you just say, oh, they're bad people, right? I've had posts taken down off of Facebook, posts taken down off of Instagram. I don't use Twitter because well, I don't like Twitter. But all these big companies, they're all censoring people. They're, they're, they're censoring people. And, and people don't, you know, <laughs> people don't even see it. They don't even see that that all these big companies are just censoring people. You can have an opinion, but you don't get to express your opinion. It's not how this works. You know, I just watched a video on Facebook, uh, a Prager, you know, Prager University. Uh, they, they were out on a campus, you know, asking people questions. Uh, and then this individual, this uh, this young young guy, he called the cops because he didn't like their opinion. Well, the cops come and the cop go, well, what is he breaking the law? Well, no, I don't like his opinion. Well, we can't just arrest him because you don't like his opinion. <clears throat> That's called communism. That's what happens when you live in a communistic country. You get arrested uh, if you, if they, if you're, you know, if you say the wrong thing. So when it comes to this election, it's very serious because I believe that, that, you know, if Joe Biden and, uh, Kimila, Kimila Hearst, uh, become president and vice president. I think that we'll we will be in a world of hurt for four years, you know. And I'm not some super right wing Republican. Um, I'm someone who's a realist, and and I want my rights as an American. I want the right to bear arms, and I want freedom of speech, and I want the right to vote, and you know, I want these things. You know, and I don't want them taken away from me. I don't want to pay more money as a as a as a uh, middle class American, right? He says he's going to tax the rich. You can tax the rich as much as you want. They'll just use the same loopholes that they've been using for the last 50, 60, 70, 80 years. Okay, um, if you want to stop the the rich from not paying, ta- if you want to stop them and make them pay taxes, close the loopholes, right? But for some reason. That never gets done, right? The loopholes never get closed. The loopholes always stay open, so the rich can always never pay. They can always not pay taxes, okay? And let me tell you something. So let's just say Joe Biden wins, right? So he's going to tax people making $400,000 or more. Most small businesses make $400,000 or more, okay? So you're going to tax the middle-class small business that makes America, right? Well, these giant corporations like Amazon, Walmart, you know, Walgreens, all these other giant corporations find loopholes and don't pay any taxes. Okay. And then these small businesses, they're just going to move out. They're going to move to a state where they don't have to worry about it. Okay. They're going to move to a state where they don't have to worry about it. They can use the same loopholes and they don't got to pay state tax. And then all that tax is going to trickle down onto the middle class. The middle class is going to have to pay it, which is us, which is me. This whole idea, um, you know, this whole thing is very interesting when people start talking about taxes and they start talking about, you know, oh, you know, and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And it's like, right, but they're cutting the the Trump's tax cuts, which I can tell you firsthand, the Trump tax cuts helped me. I make more money. I make more money because of his tax cuts. I pay less for the medication I take than I did when Obama was in office. My father, who's a diabetic, He'll pay less for insulin under Trump than what he did under Obama. My brother, who's a diabetic, 
will pay less for his medication under Trump than what he did under Obama. This idea that that Trump's that that he hasn't introduced good policies is wrong. Listen, take the color of his skin, take his fake hair, take what he says on Twitter, take all of that out of the equation. Take all of that out of the equation and look at what he's actually done. Look at what his administration, not just him, but his whole administration has actually done. He's done good. He's done good things for this country. And and the black Americans saying that they're oppressed in this country, listen, I think that there is some unfair and unjust areas we could look at. Uh, some of the poverty, some of the more poverty black American community areas that we could look at um, that we could maybe, tr- you know, that you could, that, 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 that we could create some sort of an incentive program for those people to start businesses within their own community to help clean it up, right? But most of those communities are all democratically ran. South side of Chicago, democratically ran. The bad part of Milwaukee, democratically ran, right? Most of these impoverished areas, whether it be white or black Americans or Latino Americans or whatever race they are, okay, are mostly democratically ran, okay? You don't see these super impoverished areas in a lot of Republican cities. I'm not saying that there isn't any Republican cities, but I'm saying you don't see it very often. Most of them are democratically ran cities. That should tell you something. It should tell you something. That should tell you Americans something. It should say, wait a minute, that is correct. When you look at the South Side of Chicago, wait, it is democratically ran. Well, I don't understand. They're supposed to be helping us. They're not helping you because they don't care about you. They care about getting ahead. They care about control. They care about power, right? They keep on saying Trump is a dictator. He's a dictator. Well, he's been here four years, and I feel very free. I feel more free under President Donald J. Trump than I did under Barack Hussein Obama, okay? I feel much more free. I feel more safe under Trump than what I do under Obama, right? But these are my opinions. This is how I feel. And everybody should have their own opinions. Everybody should have their own opinions on it. But I'm rambling, folks. I'm rambling. And this is what happens when I make the videos. I start to ramble. So I'm not going to ramble no more, and I'm going to end it with this. I know everybody's saying, you got all these clueless, mindless movie stars, right, talking about and saying this, that you need to go vote. And as much as I don't want to agree with them, I do. Right, I think that the way they do it is ridiculous. Most of them are very uh, high; they're very much liberal, and they have no idea what's going on in the inner cities and the impoverished areas. They don't even know what middle class looks like or feels like. But going and voting is very important because what we have to understand as Americans is that the government works for us. You know, we are the we are their boss. We're the ones that elect them to office to do something for us okay to do something for us so going and voting is important and whoever you're going to vote for whether it be democrat republican libertarian independent whoever you're voting for you need to go out and vote okay you need to okay because if we want change 
if you want change in this country and, you know, then you have to go vote. You have to be able to go out and vote to introduce that change that you're looking for and hope that the candidate that you're voting for is really going to produce that change that you want. Okay, so make sure you're doing your research. Don't just listen to CNN and Fox and MSNBC and all these high profile news stations. Go out and find an independent, non-biased news station or articles or, or whatnot and read those or listen to those. And just do real research, find real facts, because a lot of the stuff that's spewed out on national news now is not real facts. It really is like a fake news. They report on what they want to report on, and half of it ain't even true. So it's really important that before you go cast your vote, if you haven't already, tomorrow, before you go cast your vote tomorrow, make sure that you do your research tonight. Make sure that you're doing your research and that you have a clear view of who it is you want to vote for and why you want to vote for that person. Don't go vote for Joe Biden just because you don't like Donald Trump. Vote for Joe Biden because you like his policies, because you like the things that he's going to pass when he gets into office. Right? Because I can hate the president but like the policies that he passes. I can think the president is an idiot for the things he says or he's an idiot the way he looks, but I can like what he passes. I can like the policies and the laws that he's introduced and he's passing. And you got to vote for your local government. You have to vote for your local government. You have to be voting for your councilmen and women, for your congressmen and women, for your senator seats, men, for the senators, Senate seats, right? You have to do these things. You have to vote for those people too. Because it, it, they, the president isn't the end all be all. See, there's channels, right? You got Congress, you got you, you got Congress, you got Senate, you got your 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 councilmen and women who are controlling who how fast they plow the roads, how much salt they lay, when they fix that pothole. Okay, you have to vote at every level. If you really want to change the city in which you live, you have to be voting at every level. You can't just vote when it's a big presidential election. You have to vote at the small elections. You have to vote for your city, like I said, city council, men and women. All these little levels, these are all really, really important levels. So make sure you go out and vote and make sure you're voting at every level. Make sure you're doing your own research. I appreciate you all for listening. I appreciate you all for watching. And hopefully YouTube doesn't take this video down. Uh... I appreciate you all. Whether you disagree with me, whether you agree with me, whether you like the video, whether you don't like the video, um, I'm not asking you to watch the video, and I'm not asking you to not watch the video. <laughs> you know, so I appreciate all of you. I hope you guys have an awesome Monday, uh, Monday, November second. So I hope you guys have an awesome day, and uh, I, I guess I'll uh, I'll see you guys in the next video. Later. <laughs>